0: Welcome everyone to the Living Parables podcast, where we uncover spiritual truth and lessons God has given us through his word and our own life stories. I am Nate, your host. To all the listeners tuning into the show, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I appreciate all of you, and now let us begin. Well, first off, I'd like to say that I hope you are staying safe at this time. I know these times are uncertain. I know they're crazy. I didn't address it last week because, you know, I'm really honestly tired of hearing about it. But in all seriousness, I know it's a, it's a crazy situation. So I just ask that you just please stay safe. And I know things are not what they used to be, but we have a God who is certain in the midst of uncertainty. And he will see us through. We just have to trust and believe in him. Speaking of that, last week on the show, I was talking about a story that I'm currently going through when it comes to the job situations. I was interviewed last week, and on Friday, I was denied the position, but was told to reapply that same day, and hopefully we'll get some news on what will happen after the weekend. I have to be honest with you guys. I was a little bit bummed out when I heard the news again. I got another rejection email. Thankfully, I have a strong support system. My wife, my dad, and some friends of mine who helped me through it, showed me some scriptures, prayed with me. And to be honest with you, I I didn't understand it. But something that I had to remember That during this process, I prayed this prayer. I said, God, wherever you want me to be, wherever you want me to teach at, let your will be done, not my own. So, I should have remembered that. And that's the difference between the flesh and the spirit. It's hard staying in the spirit, guys. That's why you got to read the word every day, be in prayer and trying to stay as close to Him as possible. So I was reminded of that prayer, and I thought, why am I being upset? Because, yes, I want this, but obviously this is not what God wants. It's not in His timing. So I finally stopped moping around and got back to my normal self, and everything was good. You'll never guess what happened Monday morning. You ready for this? Right before lunch, I got a call from HR. I was kind of expecting it. Talked to the HR lady. She's a really nice lady. And she said, hey, Nate, I have some really good news for you. And I said, oh, yeah? I like good news. What's up? She said, we like to offer you a position at the school you just applied for. And guys, I cannot tell you how big of a grin I had on my face all day I have declared at my house dad day it's dad day dad was pampered no he wasn't I'm just kidding but I I was excited all day long I mean you could not wipe the smile from my face I was just so honestly I was overflowed with joy I mean it was just coming out of me and it's not because I finally got what I wanted because in the midst of all the failures in the midst of all the rejections, God came through. Now, there are other things that are more important in life than getting a job. I, I'm fully understanding of that. And I know people are going through health issues and, and sicknesses and illnesses that are way more important than this. And, I, and I'm praying for them, too. But I'm telling you right now, it's something I have worked extremely hard for. I, I prayed, I don't know how many times, if God wants me to be a teacher, let it be so. Because remember what we talked about last week? If it's about what you want and God's not involved, it's probably not going to go well. So I've been really trying to keep God the center, the focal point in all that I do and all the decisions I make. I want him to make them for me. And guys, I cannot tell you just how much excitement and joy that I have knowing that I have a place of my own. Instead of substitute teaching, and don't get me wrong, I loved being a substitute teacher, but having that own classroom is just something, something else. It's just amazing. So, uh, to all people that are listening that right now that are have been with me and and know what I'm going through, I want to say a heartfelt thank you. And it's not just a on the surface thank you; it's a deep from the heart thank you. Anyway, all the mushy stuff aside, we're gonna move on. And here's a question I'd like to pose to you today. What really matters? What really matters in this life? Another deep question. And I have to tell you something here. I looked this up today, this fact here, and it, it's kind of spooky. But the average life expectancy of people in the United States is currently, as of last year, 78 years old. And I'm going to let you in a little bit of information here. A little inside information about Nate. I really don't like relating myself to the third person. But this month, I'm going to turn 35. I'm not going to tell you the day, but I'm going to turn 35. According to the figure I gave you, I am roughly halfway through my life at one point i was young (laughs) and now i'm going to be turning 35 here pretty soon let me also put this in perspective those of you are big sports fans like myself if i'm an nfl quarterback right now i'm either retired or about ready to be retired so those you love football know exactly what i'm talking about now i'm a huge sports guy if you know me at all you know which team I like. If you don't know, I'm about ready to tell you. I like the Pittsburgh Steelers a lot. Don't leave. Don't leave yet. Stay with me here. But in all reality, though, in all seriousness, it really begs the question, what really matters in this life? And I'm, I'm going to tell you something that my dad has taught me, that his dad taught him. And it's so very true. He says, the older you get, the quicker time goes by. And, it, and that's so true. Because what happens is, you know, we get, maybe we get married. Or we find the career we want to have. And we have kids. And they have things going on. And we also have things going on. And before I know it, weeks are flying by like minutes. And then years just pass you by so quick. I mean right now my 16-year-old is staring me right in the face. My 10-year-old is almost as tall as my wife. And my 5-year-old is I mean he's he's so smart and my 1-year-old he's walking around all crazy. It's 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 unbelievable. And so I kind of had my quiet time the other day And I was just honestly thinking about that question. What really matters in this life? Let me pose this to you. Is this all there is to life? Being born, growing up, graduating high school, going to college, landing your dream job, meeting the right person, having kids, growing old, retiring, and then passing away. Is that all there is to life? And I have to tell you, with every ounce of me, the answer to that question is absolutely no. This can't be all there is to life. It can't be. I'm going to let you in on a little story here. I have a couple stories for you today. You can call them parables. Either way. Because we're digging deeper in these stories. We go through things and God has a greater purpose. In them, I had a cousin who is exactly my age, and unfortunately and tragically, a few years ago, my cousin passed away. When I say the exact same age as me, I'm only talking about maybe just by a few months, but that's spooky, people. And I just have a very hard time believing that with all the intricacies of life, all the beauty in this world, that this life is all there is. And many believe that God is a myth or he just simply doesn't exist. And they will tell you, people will tell you, a lot of celebrities are outspoken about this, even some scientists. They say, This is our life, we live it to the fullest, and then after we die, it's nothingness. Just nothing. And I always think, really? And then my next question is, what hope is there in that? See, it goes back to the story about my cousin passing away, because at the time, I was barely over 30. And that's not, and that's considered young. How, how important are the words of Christ, the hope He has. No matter what age you are. That's what it was shown in my life. Nate, you better get your stuff figured out. Now, I will say that I have known Christ at a very young age, but I wasn't as close to Him as I could have been. I wasn't in His Word every day. I'm gonna be honest with you. I wasn't doing the things I was supposed to be doing. And those things are sometimes are wake up calls and not just a emotional wake up call. Well, I should do this and maybe you do it for a day and then you're, you're done. It's not like a new year's resolution. Those things I think happen because when it's our time to go, God calls you home, and there's nothing you can do about it. But to those of us who are still alive, you need to take that and you need to think to your own self, what is my salvation like? What is my salvation? Do I even know? They probably won't even ask that question. Salvation is probably just some biblical word that gets thrown around, and I'll deal with it maybe later. I mean, I believe in God, but I mean, I don't really know. You have to be all in in Christ. Again, going back to this nothingness after you die, there has to be more. Even if you don't believe in God, I mean, think about that for a minute. If you're a listener right now and you don't believe in God, even if you are a believer in God and you're a listener, think about this. If that is true, that we die and there's nothing, I mean, seriously, what hope is there to that? There's nothing. There's no hope. So a lot of people say when I have loved ones that passed on and I'll see them one day, according to that logic, no, you won't. Because we will be nothingness. Come on. If life is really meaningless, then all the things that we go through and all the things that we experience account for nothing. I'm here to tell you absolutely, certainly no, that is false. Now, because I'm a staunch believer in Jesus Christ, because I am a little bit outspoken, because I try to live the life that God has called me as closely as I can, I need to walk with Him. I honestly consider myself an outsider. I take Christ and his words very serious. There are times where I'm silly and goofy. Like the day I got hired, guys, I'm telling you right now, I was silly and goofy all day. Honestly, I was, I was like a little kid. And uh, it was a really good day. But I got to tell you, when it comes to Jesus Christ and what he says, that is something I take extremely serious everywhere I go whether it be a job or it doesn't it could be anywhere I try to remain humble I start building relationships first then upon praying for opportunities I wait for God to open the door and then when he does I walk through it I try not to miss any opportunities now I'm not always in your face I'm not going to bring my Bible and you over the head with it because that in the past has not worked for me. Not that I hit people with Bibles, but you know what I'm saying. And I got to tell you, there are things in this world that I do enjoy. I just told you, football. I, I love basketball. I like movies and TV shows. But I will tell you this, I will not compromise God and my relationship with him for anything or anyone which is why on my own accord I put myself on the outside. I don't want to follow the crowd. I don't want to be a mindless trend follower. I value truth over trend. In my walk with Christ, if everyone is doing something, I will do the opposite. I don't follow the crowd. Because remember what it says in Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. If you have your Bibles, I'd like you to turn there. You can pause it and get there. This is what it says. Enter through the narrow gate, for the gate is wide, and the way is broad that leads to destruction, and there are many who enter through it. For the gate is small, and the way is narrow that leads to life, and there are a few who find it. Which path are you on? Easy way or the hard way? It's a big question. Do not follow the trend. What does God say? That's the bigger question. What does God say about this? How many times do we stop and ask... What does God want? What does God say about what I'm doing? And a lot of times, we ignore it, don't we? I'm guilty too. But as often as we can, we need to be in the Spirit. We need to be praying about what God wants us to do. And the direction in our lives has to be guided by Him. So it's just food for thought. As we conclude The show, I'm going to leave you with one last story. If you recall, I was talking earlier with my first story about my cousin who tragically passed away. And the lesson out of that one is do not take life for granted. Do not take a day for granted, your loved ones for granted. God really showed me that, you know, Nate... At any moment, I could call you home and you need to get right with me right now, not later, now. And the other thing I was shown was that when you hold out the word of truth to people, when you're sharing Christ, especially with family members, you're probably going to get rejected. You might be even ostracized from the family. Remember what Scripture says, though. It says that if anyone loves their family, specifically your mother or your father, brother or sister, more than me, you're not worthy of me. So if you love your family more than Christ, you're not worthy of Him. He has to be number one. So here is the Last story for you. I had some friends that were asking me to pray for them about real deep personal things. And by those things, I'm talking about health issues, children, big things that I don't really want to go in detail about. But let's just say it was extremely important. And so I, first off, was honored when they asked me to pray for them because it shows you that, number one, they look at you and identify you as Christ, and second, they trust you with that information. And so, now this was months worth of praying. This wasn't just a one and done prayer, and it was answered the following week. This was about six total months worth of prayer. And here's the crazy part. God answered every single prayer that they asked for. And it turned out to be in their favor, which actually blew me away. It wasn't because I was some prayer warrior and I'm so close with God that he hears me more than any other people in the world. But in this situation, he answered every single thing and it all worked out. And I was trying to counsel these friends and tell them that you got to trust God. I know right now it seems bleak, but trust in him and he'll take care of you and your family. Turns out that he did. And guess what? Nothing. What do you mean nothing, Nate? Nothing as in no praise to God, no thankfulness to God. Not even, not even wanting to go to church after that. Not even reading the Bible after that. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, how do you experience God working the way he did and that doesn't do anything to you? And the harsh reality is that the world and its cares sometimes can be so thick that you just can't ever get out of it. You can't even see God. You can't even hear him. Even when someone's right in front of you reading the word to you, you just can't hear it. Reminds me of the parable of the sower, which we will probably talk about at some point during the show. But I have to tell you the truth here. I was really frustrated with that. And these weren't just, again, little prayers here. These were big-time, life-altering prayers here. Situations that were causing a large amount of pain and suffering. and, And God came through the whole time. Now, maybe, and I by maybe I mean it's probably so, that I planted the seed, I was trying to water it, I was trying to force it to grow, but that's not my job. That's God's job. So God can only provide the increase and the growth. So sometimes what we need to realize is that Yes, we could tell people about Christ. Yes, we can teach them the word and and show them scriptures. But other than praying for him after that, that's all up to God. Now, I'd say be there for him and don't get down. Don't get down, don't get frustrated like I did. Keep praying and don't forget to pray for them because sometimes after a certain while you just forget to pray. And a lot of times There might be a long list of prayers, so just don't give up in that respect. Now, as we conclude the show, I want to again thank you for your time, and I want to thank you because, as we spoke of it last week, time is something that you give to someone or something and that you'll never get it back and i very much appreciate your time so the word of encouragement today again as you recall from last week at the end of each show we're going to end with a word of encouragement our word of encouragement today comes from the book of psalms psalm 130 verse 5 psalm 130 Verse 5. Go ahead and get there now. This is what it says. In his word, I put my hope. In his word, I put my hope. Now that's a latter part of the verse. But this whole podcast episode was about what? What really matters? Our finances, all of that matter, having a nice house, the career, the husband, the wife, the kids, the white picket fence, you can go down the list. Because the world says those things matter. But what really matters is our relationship with Jesus Christ. Whether you believe it or not, that's what really matters. It takes a lot of discipline. It takes dedication, loyalty. And you genuinely have to love God in the Word. And that's not Easy, because that stuff doesn't come naturally to us. That is a supernatural process, and that only comes when we accept Jesus Christ as our Savior, and we are then have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, and that gives us those things. We can't do it alone. There are things that I want to change right now about myself, some of the things I say and do, I can't do it alone. I still mess up. And my prayer is that God will help me overcome it through His Holy Spirit. So, if you're going through things such as that, or whatever it is, be in prayer. Trust God. Believe in Him. And I guarantee you, He will never, ever let you down. want to thank you again for joining me today. I pray that God blesses you and keeps you and gives you peace. And until we meet again, God bless you, my friends.